Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the DevThink Podcast with your hosts, Nicola and Sean. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the age-old practice of pair programming, which I don't think was a thing when I started programming, but now it's old, so I guess that makes me old. So uh, what is the topic? What's good about it? Well, you know, the topic is basically, is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Or is it like just an idea? Oh, actually, you know what? Let's now not just waste time individually. Let two of us get together and waste same amount of time together. Ah, yeah. And obviously, we both know that's not what happens. Exactly. So, so pair programming, just to be give a quick description, two people sit at one computer. Only one of them has the keyboard. And that person types while the other person uh, watches what they do. So it's kind of like an immediate code review. They also verbally discuss anything before they do it. So it's also kind of a pre-planning. And the they get the benefit of the person who's typing gets the benefit of someone seeing when they're making mistakes or maybe going in the wrong direction. And another thing that's very interesting is probably I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go out there and say 100% of the time. More work gets done with two people rather than with each of those two people writing code on their own. Because when you're pair programming, you're not going to flip screens onto Facebook or your email every five seconds and get distracted. So I, I think you probably get better quality work and you get better quantity of work. What do you think, Nicola? I totally agree. I totally agree. And why this is, you know, a lot of things when I hear about them, I'm like, okay, I won't, you know, turn it down. I'm actually going to try it. And when I tried this, I was like, wow, okay, there's definitely something uh, about it because it works. It works for me, you know, uh, there's no silver bullet but honestly if you guys never tried this one try it out you may be amazed of how actually good it is so yeah another yeah. great thing about it is that if you have two people that are mismatched in experience the junior person is going to get so much out of basically one-on-one -on -one training with the other person and in fact if you do know there's an obvious uh imbalance the more junior person should be the one doing the typing Yes, exactly, exactly. And again, you know, I would say that if your team never did this before, you have to kind of like set some expectations because, you know, imagine this, you know, Junior comes in and then, you know, basically he's afraid to type any more letters because, you know, let's be honest, every now and then, every now and then, Senior will say, hey, you know what, don't do it like this, do it like this. And if expectations are not kind of like communicated beforehand, some may feel bad about it. So, you know, you should approach people and explain to them why and what's the point of all this quote-unquote exercise to, for him, I mean, for him, in this case, the junior guy, to learn more and get up to speed way quicker, which is also a side effect of this, a very good side effect of this. So, and you have, you know, you kind of like have simple similar to as we have you know blameless post-mortems so this would be like kind of like blameless coding sessions then you know it's awesome it can only you can really benefit from this very very much yeah and it's not necessarily a pair programming idea but of course you don't want to be a jerk you don't want 
the senior person to tell the junior person that they're wrong or stupid or try to make them feel dumb or just literally tell them every single character to type without explaining it or at least having a little back and forth conversation. It's really supposed to be a partnership where everyone benefits because there's just more focus on the task at hand. It's kind of like a three-legged race, right? Any two people can run down a field, but if you tie one of their legs to each other, then it requires more thought and coordination. And and that's a bad example because obviously two people can run faster and farther when they're not tethered together. But if you think about it from the perspective of the cooperation that has to happen to make this task go smoothly, that's more analogous to the pair programming. Yeah. So basically we agreed that it's an awesome idea and try it out. If you haven't, you may be actually very much amazed of what you're going to do. And actually, so let's address this part. So, you know, how to quote unquote, sell it to, well, your boss, right? So how do you say, okay, cool. You know what, dear boss, (laughs) now we're going to have two guys spend two hours working on just one thing that one guy can, you know, be working on. Well, of course, I would argue, uh, let's just give it a go and you'll see it for yourself where it's contra, like the whole idea is they won't spend each two hours. They're actually, so basically to conclude, two plus two is not four, but five in this particular case, my two cents on the topic. Yeah. And I don't think you need to get permission. Just do it. I mean, if we're at work and I say to the person at the next desk, Hey, can you help me with something for a minute? And the boss looks over and there are two people looking at the same screen. They are not going to flip out. That's normal. Exactly. Right. It doesn't have to be a policy and it's not full time. I don't think anyone has ever has ever said, yes, there should be two chairs, one desk and eight hours a day every day. These two people should be, you know, tied together. No. I mean, you could do it for a half hour. You can do it for two hours. You can, you know, and you could do it once or twice a week. It doesn't, it's not like an alternative to solo programming. It's an extra exercise you can do from time to time when you need a little help. Exactly. And so here's the thing. So Sean mentioned, you know, there are two chairs and all that stuff. Here's the benefit of living in this era that we're living right now. Uh, You don't need to do this sitting next to each other. You can do it remotely, which is also cool, right? It totally works. I did it multiple times and it's great, you know. So do it, use it. I mean, in Slack, uh, before we used some app, which I can't remember the name, but now this comes in Slack, like directly in, uh, (laughs) visual studio code comes with awesome, like support for this. So, you know, there are tools out there. Just give it a go. I agree. Yep. Awesome. And Nike will have to sponsor us because we just keep saying, just go do it. (laughs) Ah, see, we will put in an extra word so we don't get sued. Excellent. Yes. Okay, cool. Any other closing remarks, Sean? I have nothing more. Excellent. Well, in that case, that's it, guys, for this episode, and see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the DevThink Podcast. You can contact us at info at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Now, go accomplish something.